0: Gimme, gimme, gimme mug your muggins and cream, yeah. Clap. We you both do a podcast, and we're in the same seat. You have not clapped. What is Matthew meant to do with this He Doesn't want ship? to clap anymore. Oh really? They think like the olden days, pre AI. Get fucked.
1: We fucking clapped for the last one.
0: I well, this is sort of habit. Your nose hairs getting a bit out of hand. I spotted that the day now and I got one and I thought like that day.
1: Have you not got one of the fucking proper good users? Nah, no, I've
0: got, tweez- I got tweezers. Oh, what are you you know what year it is, right? I saw this awesome um Hale and Pace sketch back in the day where he was trying to get a nose there. Hale and Pace. Remember Smith and Jones? Fucking like that era? No. That's Your dad will. Hail and Pace? Your dad'll be a big fan of Hale and Pace. Let's see if I
1: remember any of this. Mmm.
0: Shall I press record?
1: Oh, you stupid fuck. Sloss and Humphreys on the road!
0: Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thuggin' living the dream. And that, that's our intro. Fucking muggles! Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh.
1: This <laughs> They said it can't be done!
0: Are we in the same seats? That's mm-hmm. hack. Aw, oh, muggles. Accidental rim job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or just being cynical. Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia.
1: Where have you been since 9-11?
0: Do you want us to do the intro again that I did? I mean, rather, I'm going to watch some Hail and Pace and see. So they've done a, like, um, you're never going to get this song out of your head, out of your head, out of your
1: head. They've done, like, a sketch like that. Matthew, this one is entitled Hail and Pace, Selfish Cow Quickie. It's 29 seconds long. Now, and that's what we agreed. All right, take her then. Just bloody look after her. Do you hear me? Look after her, you selfish cow. Oh, it's fucking... Dulley. Oh, no, it's not. We're going to have to think about getting Katie a new piano teacher. Okay. Lots of
0: stuff like that. Okay. And um, there was this... There's this particular sketch where he's trying to get his nose hair out and he's pulling at it and he's in the mirror and it's cutting between him and the mirror. And then he pulls it out and it just does like a his-eye view shot of the sink and its whole
1: brain and spinal <laughs> column comes out at the end of the hair. Uh, I've one of them the day. Jim Owen's got a great joke, uh, which is, uh, does anyone know that the longest hair uh, in the human body is the nose hair? It's the longest hair in any human body. If you want proof of that when you pull it it's all the way to your arsehole (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like that
0: I like that because you kind of see where it's going and you hope he's going to say what you're thinking and then he does
1: I love uh, one of my other favourite Jamon jokes is the god I wish I wish I had a wish I had a full head of hair and a seven inch cock instead of this monster right here (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's very funny oh it's so good that's it's like
0: what, what's the cliche like what's got two thumbs and love shagging <laughs> like
1: yeah, that thing it's, yeah, like a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's
0: it's of that brand isn't it yeah
1: yeah no I, mean, I love the old fucking silly jokes i mean i'm sure i've told this on the podcast before but i remember back when uh, the great ronnie corbett was still alive he's dead Aye, and not a nonce after he died. Oh, wow. How rare is that for people yeah. of that generation? Same height as them and all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would have been easy. Gonna have blended <laughs> in. want a challenge, big people. Uh, Ronnie Corbett, for our international viewers, might not know. He was one of the most famous uh, comedy duos in history. Two Ronnies. He was also then just a brilliant comedic actor for the rest of his Who career. Who was the other Ronnie? Uh, Ronnie Corbett and Ronnie... Oh, I would have had it had you not know asked this question it's, it's, right
0: now. It's a tip of the tongue
1: shit in there. Oh, gosh darn it. Is uh, it like something like really bland, like Anderson or something? I'm going to have to do it because my dad is shrieking and
0: my mum is bored of it. <laughs> he's a, he's, a, he's <laughs> already shrieking because he didn't know Helen and Pierce. Aye. And he's probably pushing his glasses up right over his brow and That wasn't Helen Pierce and sketch. That was, that was actually Smith and Jones.
1: <sighs> nice dog makes. Ronnie Barker. Aye, I knew that. So they were a they were comedy joke called The Two Ronnies. They did a lot of famous sketches. They were, the, uh, you know, one of the best. Were uh, they the Four Candle Guys? Yes. Yes, yeah. that was them. Uh, I did a gig with uh, Ronnie Corbett way back in about 2000 and... There's a picture of you of Ronnie Corbett and Billy Connolly? No, Ronnie Corbett and... Fuck, who else? Michael was McIntyre? McIntyre, Jason Manford and Rob Brydon. Nice. Um, Rob Brydon, after I'd done his... Mm-hmm. Uh, TV show way back just after I'd done Michael McIntyre's Comedy road show. it come out I'd done 8 of 10 cats I was given Rob Brydon as well I'd done Jason Manford Comedy Rocks and uh, Rob Brydon is I'll be gutted if anything comes out about him in the future because he's I've heard Mumblings now nice. have you Mumblings no, no like
0: is it a Patreon no it's not oh well, well. but just Mumblings you know like like, like 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 transfer window rumors that aren't true. Okay, you know what I mean. Where you B- just how like rumours? Like no more than like uh, you know when there's a panorama or something. You know stuff like that. <laughs> Where they're going. Kind of, oh, I wonder if it's such and such. And you're like, huh? Right. Okay. But like, there's a few names. There's a few names in there that you're like, oh yeah, I could be them. Could be them.
1: Oh, I'd be glad if it was. Uh him because he was he was so sweet at the start of my career and he like there was my mum would come down to watch me record the show in London and went on stage I fucked up my joke and in front of the audience to the point where I had to redo it right? You <laughs> had pepper instead of salt. <laughs> <laughs> sneezing all the way through me finale. <laughs> uh, and my mum was backstage and she saw me fuck the joke up and she sort of went <gasps> and Stephen Fry was sat beside her and put his hand on her leg and went don't worry. I'm going to say cunt next <laughs> and then just moved his hand up a leg and went no one will believe you oh, yeah, that's a lovely cunt <laughs> he's not gay it's all an illusion he's a beast <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Fry is a heterosexual beast Right? that's uh, that's the truth
0: <laughs> uh, he only pretends to be gay so he can put some lotion on lass's backs <laughs> <laughs> I'd
1: be devastated oh, Stephen Fry would be a fucking bad
0: one like not even, not even if he was cancelled, just to come out that he was fake gay. I, I, <laughs> I'd be like,
1: I feel lied to. It's I've, because of the I've, lies. I've told you the story about the fucking net time I was on Jason Manford Comedy Rocks with Ollie Mars, and Ollie Mars proved to be the dumbest man I've oh, ever been in It's always the one you least expect. <laughs> Ollie Mars is a singer who was on the X Factor. Man, I I man, he's on social media. I think he's a fucking really lovely guy, right? He's really, really nice. He's really genuine because that's all he can be. But thick as mints. Thick as the Deus Law. Thick as right? pigs Thickest thick as, thickest as, thick as pigments, right. Um, he's doing the musical music on the show for Jason Manford Comedy Rocks, a show that was on TV in the UK back about fucking 2012, right? And, uh,
0: well, like the little uh jingle interludes, <laughs> that's a countdown, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit of that, but in the way
1: that they do it on like Cole on and- played me on and then also did like a musical note uh, one of his songs at the end mm-hmm. and man super nice right i want to clarify this story ollie Mars was saying hello to all of the staff uh, and all the people all the production crew. was getting folks with everyone he was a diamond across the board right a real sweetheart mm-hmm. <laughs> during one of the breaks jason manford goes hey ollie down that the crowd's here, do you want to do that joke that uh, I, I told you backstage and I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ah. Uh, so uh, I uh, I was I was I was at the optician's earlier, and uh guess who I met? And the audience goes, Who? And he goes, Everyone <laughs> Silence. Everyone yeah, <we'll> look around. <laughs> Jason Manfred goes. Guess who I bumped into? <laughs> it's it's guess who I bumped into, so Ollie in Paris? No. No. It's, it's like, he, And he was like, Yes, yeah, it's essentially what I said. And he's like, and no.
0: Is this the same show where you fucked up a joke? No. And you're like, Oh, thank god no one'll remember the joke I fucked up.
1: Another Ollie Morris story I have not to, <laughs> to
0: <take a> <laughs> Let's just do this. Let's do let's make this podcast like a really Z-list
1: brushes. <laughs> right, okay. Well, I, I've got, 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 got. loads of them. Ding dong, it's the sound of capitalism. Uh, this podcast is proudly sponsored by, and proud to be sponsored by, Thistly Cross Cider the alcohol I drink in my spare time and have done for several years. So much so that I begged them to sponsor uh, this podcast.
0: The fact that it's a personal favourite drink of both of us makes it so easy to do this bit. None of the... None looking of down the barrel and just uh, lying about a script that you've been forced down your neck. You're like, no, nah, we actually want to be sponsored by this company.
1: If you watched any of the live streams I did during uh, COVID, you understand that this is the Cross has always been one of my favourite ciders. It comes in five delicious flavours. They are strawberry, elderflower, original... Scottish fruits and my personal favourite, uh, whiskey, uh, cask flavoured. I is bl- I, I Which
0: just, uh, not just your own personal favourite, but it won the award in 2023 for the best flavoured cider at the Scottish Cider Awards hey, and the UK
1: Cider Awards. Is that right? The actual,
0: and I... if I was one of the judges. They
1: would to absolutely want it. If you go to uk and use the promo code thisleysloss10, you'll get a 10% discount code. And by using that code, you will also let them know that our very good influencing has actually worked. And then there will be more benefits in the future for both us and you. I imagine.
0: And at the moment, this is only available in the UK. It's a small Scottish company based in Dunbar in East Lothian. And uh, eventually, hopefully, with our help, it'll get big (laughs) enough to provide uh, cider to all of our listeners all over the world. Yeah,
1: let's make it big in India,
0: lads. (laughs) (laughs) We want all the Estonians drinking Thistley
1: Cross. By going to Thistley Cross, cider.go.uk. Pardon me. I tell that story to Justin Murhouse, fellow comedian at the Comedy Store, and he goes, man... I know what you're talking about. He's the nicest guy in the world. Phoenix nice is
0: Justin house,
1: by the way. Aye. Where, where they name drops. Uh, they go, he's like, he's the nicest person in the world, but he's thick as mints. He was like, I worked with uh, Ollie once and I was talking about my son who went to see his favourite band. And it was I the actually first time know his
0: son as well, Barney.
1: right. Right. So Barney had gone to his first ever music gig to see his favourite band and all the way through the show and Barney's telling Justin after the show
0: My favourite music band, (laughs) Oli (laughs) Murs
1: He's telling Justin after the show he's like oh so they played all of their good songs they put a couple of new ones from the new album but like it got to the end of the show and they hadn't played Sex on Fire yet (laughs) They hadn't played their best song and then they all left the stage and it was like No, everyone in the audience decided not to leave. They decided to, like, stay. And we all started
0: clapping. Baby's first encore, right? First encore. (laughs) It was, like, organic. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: Barney's telling Jason this story, right? And Jason, so Jason, Justin, the story. Justin is relaying the story to Ollie Mars, being like, and the kid doesn't know what an ong, like, he doesn't know this, how music works, like,
0: he's my son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Ollie Mars go, man, I hate... When bands do that, that's why I always have my setlist written down on stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh man, what a sweetheart! Not, uh, not, not three brain cells in that old brain head.
0: Remember when we met Kai Soans? <laughs> you, you know, um, he's. He's another X-Factor one. I didn't think he'd done that well and it wasn't one of the first seasons. Like, when I say not that well, I think he got, like, to the last four seasons. I didn't watch these things. Are you? But, like, and you done Soccer AM and he was just, like... He was somebody that we didn't really know, but yeah. he was a singer and he was on the show. But the footballer that you did know was Michel Sylvester. Yes. And he gives you
1: a bottle of his homemade rum. Which you, it, me and our friend Marty drank while
0: watching the UFC once. Well, and we UFC couldn't believe we would drink. Yeah. Like Champions League winning uh, Man United player. Um, nationality. See if you can remember his nationality. French?
1: Sylvester. Uh, Sylvester. So, seems about right. Maybe a World Cup winner. Yeah. Uh, I think... Oh, no, maybe you're right. Maybe it was a person called Kai. I'm thinking, I think it was... K-Y-E. I think it was Jake. Okay, because I've certainly done a show with Jake Quickenden, who was the one that knocked Paul Smith. Yeah, out.
0: uh-huh. I know that, that I, know that
1: I know that name, but I only know that name from Fighting
0: Paul. No, it was Kai Soans, because, like, I'm obviously going to remember that, because I rarely meet someone that's got the same oh. name as me. Um, Just maybe just Uh I remember, Um, did you ever do the horn section? No With Alex Horn Where they play
1: music They're like No um, no I couldn't do it at The fringe I was uh, I think I was I think I was really nervous About doing it Like Marlene kept Oh yeah it's, it's tricky p- Pitching it to me And I And I think I turned it down For like three years Just because I didn't have The confidence to do it And to no, know I've never done Taskmaster so. <laughs> Well, I did do it, and I've never done tax masker. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> but uh, it was very different because uh, I was like, I only do one musical bit in my show this year, and that's the battle rap bit. You know, the like not the battle rap that we did on your tour, but the battle rap that I did to set it up. Very sexist battle rap. Super sexist, right? <laughs> so uh, Molly, I was like, oh, Alex Kai does this battle rap at the end of his show and all that. Like, um, just play the tune. He normally plays a dre beat, but if you can do the like, yeah. I think it's still, still still, Dre was the track. He's like, if you can just get the riff for Still Dre and do that, you can just set it up and then do the battle rap and you play the music. And um, they asked to see it first. And she recorded for each set and sent them and went, Well a day and that. <laughs> so so I can remember it. Um, I know you're on your period and yeah, you might bleed a bit, but leave it, bitch, yep, and i and acting all delirious. You really can't be serious thinking for a single split second of even hearing it. What? what? <laughs> you think I got time to waste <laughs> to sit and wait while you're fuck,
1: fuck off, bitch. Get out of my face before you, you get, get the, the hairy side. side Allow me to, to clarify. clarify.
0: <laughs> I'm glad it's blood and <laughs> not my child. Never on hard for. Fuck you up. The whole point of it was, the whole point of it was, rappers can get away with saying anything because they're making it rhyme. The, like, always self aware that, like, I'm having an argument with my wife, and then I'm talking to her like this. But yeah. like, rap, I get away with it. Otherwise, I'd never be able to. It was even though I was young. Yeah. You think it, it came it at it from the right angle? I come at it. I definitely come at it from the right angle. I set it up correctly. Oh, yeah.
1: What about it's the seven N words you dropped?
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, That was just me being a rapper. Get away with anything. <laughs> get away with anything being a rapid.
1: Well, so be Alfie like, Brown should have just made it rhyme. Yeah.
0: yeah. Big ass right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: just
0: so, to finish, uh, sorry. Uh, so, to, to wrap it up, um, they went, we kind of have them on. And then she was like, oh, I'm sure there's something else you can do. And I ended up doing, you know, the Rubik's Cube bit I did when I'd done the two granddads. i was doing the playing me grandads against each other while completing the Rubik's cube they put tension music on for that and they were really good because they were actually watching this day in it and like i'd a bit off and actually like hit the notes so they actually made the tension go with like actually how i was feeling yeah so like my heart dropped because i'd a bit up and then like they picked it back up as i started getting my rhythm again and moving a bit faster yeah and um and that gig was also noteworthy because uh, while I was backstage, Hannibal Buress was shooting a documentary about doing the Fringe. I don't know if it was just for his own personal
1: channel. Oh, no, or, I was on one. Of, I was. One, I don't know what it was for, but I was on a gig with him when it was the same mm-hmm. uh, thing. He was filming the Ooh. filming the set. Uh, that was one of them things where I was watching. Um,
0: I was watching the latest Spider Man, and I was sat next to Natalie. I was like, I know his dad very well, and I've gigged with him Aye. when Hannibal Brest was talking to Tom
1: Holland. Yeah. Uh, just to finish the Ronnie Corbett bit, sorry. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah, realize, yeah. Uh, we did the gig uh, in Brighton, I believe. It was for um, a, a kid with cancer, so don't ever say I don't do anything. Um, and Ronnie Corbett was on and he was just doing proper old school jokes, like really mm. old school jokes, like mother-in-law shit or that long form jokes. And he was yeah. so legitimately fucking funny. Uh, like like Mick Miller. Well, it's it's like, you know, when your fucking granddad used to say shit, like it's the way they tell them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that's not true. It's, it's like, don't get me wrong. I'm funny because of the way I tell it, but I'm also funny because. The originality. The originality and the, the things I talk In about. In your own and, voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you watch somebody like Ronnie Corbett, who was just a master, and you Mm. watch the way he tells a joke, a joke that I'm fully capable of telling. The way I tell it was nothing. and would never compare mm-hmm. to the way he told the fucking story
0: i do love a, like a long drawn out joke by told
1: by somebody that commits to it oh the scarlett johansson bit is my favorite joke yeah. of all time mm-hmm. which i will do on a podcast one day but it would have to be do to a get, no have, you know the joke mm-hmm. but like oh you mean you'd have to do it to a guest they'd have to do it to a guest okay i don't i don't think it would work i can try it as,
0: is there a new scarlett johansson you know, like what should a kid? You know, no, no. You know the the other day I was um, doing the episode with you where you were um, trying to guess whether you were more famous or less famous than a person, mm-hmm. and I brought up Linda Lusardi, and Linda Lusardi was like the name that you would just implant into a conversation if you meant a hot woman. Yeah, right. Like Scarlett Johansson, just like was that quiplash safety quip for fucking years. Yeah, is is there a new name who's that the ho- like who's who's the hottest who, woman in the world? Who who are people just like saying as if like everybody knows that that she's the hottest person?
1: Oh, fucking Sydney! Watch her face from um... scary movie. No, no, <laughs> I don't even get <laughs> that. The main Neve Campbell's current uh, scary movie was called Sydney. Sydney. Oh, Sydney from the, tea, from the
0: tea bags advert. Uh, the tea bags. The tall
1: one. Sydney Sweeney, who was in uh, White Lotus and Euphoria, which I haven't watched. She's um, pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. Who's the hottest bloke? Oh, it's got to be fucking. Um, it's still got to be Henry Cavill, right? Henry Cavill or Idris Elba? I think. I
0: think um, just mean, only because I've spent a lot of time with him recently. I think Fast pretty fit
1: leg. Like. I don't think Fast is currently hot though. Like I can't remember the last big movie Fastbender was in. Cause Cause was that, I've,
0: I've just watched all the X Men and all the oh, alien it's, movies. It's Barry,
1: Barry Keane, so the fucking. But he's the, not.
0: But he's not hot. He, nah, he. There's
1: plenty of fucking. Oh, you know what? Pe- with people,
0: you. I'm sure people find him attractive, but like, he's not hot. Like I think people find him attractive. He's got draw. He's got an appeal. He's got a set X factor you're and compared, all that. Like, you, like, they, what, like that's like me throwing Kieran Trippier's name in. Kieran Trippier. Lasses love Kieran Trippier. Man's not hard. Yeah, but okay,
1: but I, I think it's unfair to compare Barry Keane to like Benedict Cumberbatch, where you're like, oh, that's an acquired taste. I think Barry Keane is. Nah. He's harder than both of us. I, I,
0: you know what? Like he's he's like an amalgamation of both. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think, yeah,
1: and he's got my cock.
0: <laughs> he's got a big cock, and he got he got absolutely buff for salt burn. Yeah, but even then, like the other guy was meant to be the hot one.
1: Okay, I can understand. Okay, I understand. What you're saying. Um. Like
0: you know how um, in American Pie you had uh, the the naturally hot one. What was she called again? Not Michelle Barton. That was the OC. Anyway, but then you had the girl that put the flute in her pussy. Oh, Anna Alison Hannigan. Right, and she had still ended up in all the FHM hot lists, but she wasn't, like, traditionally hot. Like, um, I think Barry Kewen is like that, where, like, he feels, if he's a bit of a curveball of a hottie.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, actually, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Like, I think um, oh, Olivia Munn, she's... Like, traditionally, like, 10 out of 10 smoking, I think. John Mulaney's wife. Is that actually?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I was being derogatory. I <laughs> was purposely undermining
0: her right, entire career. Right. You know, everything that I said about him uh, being a fraud
1: for cheating on his wife, taking out back. That's
0: who his son's
1: with, is it? Yeah, because his son, I think, oh. is only, like, six months older than my son.
0: And Our 2 manager's got the same... I was, tour manager, I was the same tour manager for John Mulaney yeah. and he mentioned John Mulaney's wife a couple of times when he was just like, you know, just telling tour stories. Like. Ah,
1: you, you can't call Olivia, man, John Mulaney's wife. That's I like, no, no, like
0: he's, <laughs> can't my girlfriend come? <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriend was there. Um, but it, like, I didn't realise because what, what have I just seen her in? She'll make it be in one of the Predator movies. She
1: might have been. I know her from. she was in the one of the X Men movies. She was also in the newsroom, which was uh-huh. really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, she's an unbelievably beautiful woman. Yeah. The fact that John Mulaney could yeah, get Olivia Munn, I'm like, don't get me wrong, I'm glad I sailed for Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: think I'm going to reach an Olivia Munn levels with me. Okay, no,
1: I'm not saying you are. <laughs>
0: I'm only I don't think this is something I've got to worry about personally. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think I have to. I think I could go through several levels of comedy and Natalie would still be
1: peak. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I I could go through levels.
1: I, All right. th- I think you I think you m- the best you would do is if if you like made it in Hollywood, not in the sense you're like an A-list or anything, but let's say you're getting like a couple of roles, funny characters off to the oh, side, but
0: curveball guy.
1: Yeah, Barry Cohen. You, no, no, you're not curveball. <laughs> Dancing red with me, little
0: dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my belly. <laughs>
1: I just, I, I, I don't, I don't think, it, I don't think you would be fancied by the public one, but I think you would do well in Hollywood because it would just be like, really powerful hollywood women who are either like execs, execs casting agents producers uh prs or like fucking really famous act- actresses i think they would fuck you for a bit of rough like
0: uh, i
1: think they would they you know would, you know would,
0: what they, I've, I've always got that bit of rough side of us because you know i'm still not gonna like i mean even though i have a million times on the podcast i'm not gonna drop the ball
1: socially yeah Man, I think in, I think if you were in fucking Hollywood, the most common sight in the world, would you, would just be you walking out of the trailer of a very high up exec. <laughs> just <laughs> putting your shirt back on. What happened in there? No, no, I'm no, no, I'm no I, got, not... I got the
0: role. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she made me sign three NDAs. <laughs> I don't even think they're a real rap group. <laughs>
0: um do you reckon joe Gilligan has like fangirls
1: yeah absolutely
0: I, yeah he's attractive yeah is he's he attractive tra- i think he's conventionally attractive because he don't he don't know what hot men are and i know like the, the things i've seen him in are um obviously brassic but also preacher mm-hmm. and he's always been like a bit of rough scummy yeah. Like comes across unhygienic. Yeah, yeah, But he's yeah. still
1: hot, isn't he? Like he's still Aye. got an attraction It looks like him. his sex smells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His sex smells, but that's because it Aye, lasts it's 20 dis- minutes. And it's disappointing,
0: but like, <laughs> he's got to be a good crack Aye. lying next to you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes so hard that his fake tattoos run off
0: on your thighs. yeah. <laughs> It's so funny because he's uh, he's got like a tattoo on his head and brassic, and it's always At a different spot of his hairline. <laughs> I watched it, I binged the last season, and his fucking tattoo looks like a fucking high tide line for his <laughs> hair.
1: <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm glad they I'm glad they kept it in position and then be like, we're going to cover it up. We're just going to put it further and further back. That, it'd, that, be like, it'd be like fucking Harry Potter at the age of 45 having a scar just there. Like, were you dropped on your head as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> Was now, that Baltimore now, Or did your dad hit you on my head with a fucking frying
0: pan? That would actually be quite a funny thing. That the, you know, when you do the door when you're like, age three, yeah. age five, whatever. And you put the little line in the paint. Just have that in your hair line.
1: Age thirty-seven. <laughs> the cat's
0: back forty two.
1: Do it with your balls <laughs> how far they have the like Hey, chart
0: on your bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, age next to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it keeps the age keeps changing because you, you, you there's no consistency when you do it. That one was when I got out of the shower. That one was after a jog.
1: What is f-
0: Oh, I didn't tell you this. I pissed all out on me fucking uh, boxers after the cryogenic freezing
1: <laughs>
0: what and I've, I've actually done a podcast really since I think we've done two since and I haven't told you about it uh, I can I take a guess right? uh, it's not you the first time I've done it this is why it's <laughs> totally a guess when I've done it twice you were in the cryogenic freezer right? Uh,
1: it's so cold it freezes your piss
0: <laughs> you walk out I've got a nice cube with me foreskin put it in me boxers I'll keep that for later it's frozen. It's stuck on toilet for a
1: bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's frozen in your bladder. You go outside. We get to the hotel. Central heating kicks in. And, and all the like piss that's in your dick that's frozen in frozen your Frozen dick, dick piss. Just melts and comes out.
0: I wish it was as simple as that. It's right. <laughs> actually quite complicated. P- please. Sat down for a shite. Okay. You can't have a shite with a piss. No. Always turns up. Right. Normally your cock's just like Hanging there a bit, pointing at the water. Mm. Not day, I've just been quite directly frozen. It's pointing up like a little fucking cock gun. Owl <laughs> <laughs> skin. I'll skin. It's a big roll of skin just ready to fucking mortar fire piss out of the top of the toilet seat. <laughs> I see how at the top it was through
1: the middle between the toilet seat and the fucking porcelain. It I fucking wonder how Nally feels just every week to listen to you describe how small your penis is to the world. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's really nice that you call me beautiful every episode and you say that I'm out of your league every episode. But if you could stop
0: <laughs> just making me seem like... You know I did? I day So it was like a slightly pleasant surprise to her once you get her <laughs> Like, oh, I was expecting to be smaller. Been married for ten years, but playing main games. Yeah, give me that thigh chart. Gaslightness, <laughs> gas gaslightness, make you. I'm like, aye, would that with warm when I'm here. Warm me heart, and me cock.
1: You sand demon. You want me toast is what I'm saying. Please continue. So your your <laughs> okay. cock's pointing up between the.
0: Oh, like I was like, I can't hear what or what I hear. <laughs> You know, but up. God, my toes are warm you know, up, Yeah, it's prick up Your tail starts wagging Something up here yeah. Normally when I piss I can hear the water I Like splishy, splishy.
1: Right, oh, because even if it's not Pissing downwards You're creating a waterfall There's the sound of running oh, there's water
0: there's a flower flowing water I know it Wait, That sounds like water Or cotton, man <laughs> Yeah, I know where there's cotton Oh no, wet cotton That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened I fucking forgot to tell you about it
1: kept it a secret <laughs> don't so, go to the grave just fully pissed your, f- pissed on your pants pissed on me pants and pissed me pants what have you done with the pants oh that's,
0: that's my bag next to me <laughs> clean stuff <laughs> right there next to me clean stuff <laughs> right next to me white t-shirt there you're now the one with the yellow splodges
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know my leopard print white shirt <laughs> So I What are the names You got to drop Oh Well I mean I, I got like Fucking Big uh, Names To Drop Because um, I know Famous people I've got Obviously I've got Unlimited stories About fucking Reese Nicholson But none of this Like me and Reese When we started comedy Have uh, you Have got a story With Henrik Larson? I do have a story about it. the backstage today because we in Sweden. I've definitely told that one of this, this podcast. I don't called, know if you have, you know. But I'll do I'll do a a, a quick version of it. Hendrik Larsson, for those of you who may not know, was a Swedish striker. One of the greatest strikers in the history of football. One of the best footballers ever. Uh, he played for Celtic for several years. Was their greatest And then he
0: player. he actually, like, um all of the chat that, like, oh, you can do it in the Scottish League, but not the Premier League. And then he come to Man United
1: and just done fucking smashed it for them. And then Barcelona, I think.
0: And then Barcelona. Yeah, yeah.
1: so... Henrik Larsson, footballing legend. Uh, when I'm 19 years old, I get booked for a corporate gig uh, for Celtic Football Club, which Kevin Bridges put my name in for because he's a massive Celtic fan. He'd done the corporate before. Mm. He reassured me that it was like a really good...
0: We think it might have been Chris Sutton's
1: it was, testimonial. It was definitely Chris Sutton. Yeah so it was like the whole thing was there was music there was dancing there was whatever and and then comedy as the warm up and then it was like an hour Q&A with Chris Sutton to answer questions and tell fucking stories from his time at Celtic and Chris Sutton gets there and he decides that uh, he doesn't want to stay till the end because that'll be boring so the only act that he'll bump he'll let the dancers do their thing he'll let the singers do their thing but he's going to put the warm up comedian on after him the 19 year old warm up comedian after Premier League winning Chris Sutton Aha uh-huh. So he goes up, smashes it, room full of his fucking people, makes them all laugh. And then at the end, they thank him, standing ovation for him, great. And then the host goes, and now for some comedy. And 75% of the room stands up and just goes and get drinks, starts talking to each other. 19 year old me goes on stage, no idea what to fucking do. So I just go into my material. I don't know how to get this fucking room back on site. I don't think I could. Like, I'm not Scottish enough for this fucking Glasgow Celtic. And it would
0: have to be football material, and enough people would have to laugh at the first couple of jokes for the yeah. rest of
1: the people to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. I got the attention for a bit. Man, fucking my uncle, massive Celtic fan who I brought down specifically for the thing, also gets up and fucks off around the room. Nobody okay. cares. One of the only people in the audience who pays attention for my entire set is Henrik Larson, who is sat front row beside fucking Neil Lennon, right? And people keep coming up to Neil Lennon and asking for photos. And he's like, yeah, sure. Come down. He takes fucks with him. And then people keep going to Henrik Larson. Hey, can I have a photo? And to every single person, he says, no, I'm sorry. I'm watching the comedy Great. and he turns back a around guy. and he watches me to my, uh, my stand up tongue in his bottom lip, gan <laughs> <laughs> all the way through. He oh, didn't miss a single beat. Did yeah, he? I, I, I was doing my Josie jokes. So very <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was doing X.
1: <laughs> um, what the fucking? He said Reese Nicholson. Reese. Well, no. The problem with me and Reese is Reese has uh, changed and grown and mature And their journey since I've known them since they were nineteen to now being a Netflix acting star to being uh, on uh, a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like I, they're one of my oldest friends in the fucking world. When we started, we were two absolute nobodies. He used to work in the theatre that we would both perform at the Enmore, where I film my special and I'm almost certain Reese filmed their special. Like, w- the only reason I sold out any shows, or I didn't even sell them out, that's a fucking lie, the only reason I sold 17 tickets the first time I was at Sydney Comedy Store was because Tony Woods was playing a fucking big room, and when he, w- he was sold out, Reese was on box office and people would be like, Can I get tickets to see Tony Woods or David O'Doherty or Sarah Millican? And, they'd and go Reece go see Daniel. Go. No, Daniel's go so that so, 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 you got to go see that. But I will never ever tell the stories about me and Reese, and Reese will never ever tell the stories about us because they are just horrific. But they are just. But he wouldn't get cancelled for his horrific stories. <laughs> they. Huh? They. That's what I said? He said he. <laughs> don't get me wrong They've got a
0: dick uh, I, I was actually impressed When you were doing it As well I was like Fucking He's smashing The they here you Spelled that one wrong That was a they are <laughs> that, that was a there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also um, I was watching that Going Hmm Yeah, yeah Even after a wine
1: yeah, yeah, oh, And then I still managed to fumble it. After, 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 after going to That's their what? wedding, and I do mean the, pl- I do mean the blue, pl- I mean his, uh, oh, I fucked it, their yeah. and Kyron's uh, wedding. Gorgeous Kyron Nicholson, uh, uh, Reese's now husband. And I'm pronouncing them and them. Yeah. Uh, Reese doesn't give a shit. I've said this, Reese does not give a fucking shit if mm. you... Fucking mischief, but like making
0: effort still. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like if, if 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 you were to do it several times in a row, I'm sure at one point they'd be like, "All right, man. Like, just we're friends. Have a bit of respect. I've made a simple request. Aye. Like, if you asked me to call you Thunder, I'd call you Thunder." <laughs> would you actually? <laughs> no, but please yeah, call thunder. me
0: Thunder. Thunder tongue. Mm-hmm. You call it Thunder tongue, please. All right, yeah. Aye, yeah. Why? Because it's lightning fast. Mm-hmm. Aye, right. aye. Yeah. Okay. Leaves them shocked.
1: Um, <laughs> There are stories about the first time me and Rhys met when we were just two young comedians doing too many drugs and just our only way of standing onto to each other was saying the most horrific stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the worst things I've ever said in my life, mm-hmm. the worst things I have ever said in my life in the name of comedy were said under a table at a Chinese restaurant at one in the morning in Sydney because me and Reese were so drunk that we couldn't be at the table anymore with all the comedians Mm. like fucking Jason Cook and Glenn Wool and Stephen Kamos and fucking all these people that we fucking respect. We were under the table and we're just saying horrendous. I remember
0: going to that flat in London, not Mm. in
1: London, in Sydney and they
0: had a collection of sticks bound together by a bit of twine in the corner and we're like, oh, don't mind the fucking. <laughs> and then for Christmas they
1: put lights, <laughs> lights on it. Lights on a Christmas flag <laughs> one of the here's one of the few things that I think Reese might even let me say, and even then I think this is touch and go. Um this by the way, this is really offensive. I acknowledge that it's very offensive. We were doing it at the age of 18, 19. This is how we made ourselves laugh when we were high and drunk under a table at a point when we didn't feel like we were fitting in with like all of the professional comedians above us. I had recently found out about the tiger that has Down syndrome and feel free to Google it, it's a real thing. There's a tiger Uh, in the world that has Down syndrome. And I was telling this story and they were like, there's no way, I don't fucking believe you. And I showed them the picture. And when you Google the picture of this tiger with Down syndrome, it's a tiger with Down syndrome. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. It's the happiest tiger you've ever seen in your goddamn life. It's, mm-hmm. it's man, it loves chicky nug nugs. Mm-hmm. It it's is. having an ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With its big it fucking. It keeps shouting, tongue. they're great. <laughs> <laughs> keeps shouting, I'm great. <laughs> it's a tiger with Down syndrome. <laughs> anyway, he says, phenomenal golfer, a bit of a shagger. Um, and we got into this bit, which was just. That the reason this has happened was because there was a zookeeper with learning difficulties who fucked the tiger, and it was just us under a table, just being like, "I don't know what happened," <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I would there with the tiger. I the tiger looking good. He <laughs> got keep my gloves on, <laughs> right. Ah, uh, just a horrific <laughs> bit that went on for way too long. We yeah. are shrieking with laughter under the table, right? And I think if Is you're down... Is that it
0: looks? I'm sucking his dick. <laughs> there,
1: dick. There, dick. There's I'm a bunch of him. them. I'm had a tame. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so dick. How many people are under there? <laughs> Thought it was just you two. <laughs> he said, that, Nicks. God, how good is Grindr? <laughs> I didn't even hear them come in. So me and Reese are under the table doing that fucking horrific, bit, making each other just scream with laughter at how it And I think if you were to ask Grace now and you ask me, we both acknowledge that it was a really awful bit that doesn't have any place in the world, and it's my fault for bringing it into the world. And even we don't talk about
0: 12 to 15 years later, he's still doing the voice on a podcast.
1: And me and Race are still doing the voice in private to each (laughs) other. (laughs) Voice (laughs) not. Man. For, you know, we we used to go from seeing each other every single year because, twice a year, I would be at Melbourne Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, whatever, I'd be in Australia. Mm -hmm. And then they would come to Edinburgh and we'd hang out. Then we'd see each other twice a year. And then our careers sort of blew up. And it was like I was in Australia uh, less, they were in the UK less. It was maybe once a year. I became really good friends uh, with her partner, Kyron. So we still see each other, but it's sort of in, we're not out drinking every night. It's like, we're like, okay, this is the day that we'll fucking hang out together. This is what we'll do. Um, Then COVID happens. And because COVID sort of happened towards the, I think the last time we've been in Australia was about the September or the October. was 2019. Yeah, I was meant to, yeah, to see them in the 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 March April. Obviously, COVID happened. All the comedy festivals were cancelled. My 30th birthday comes round. And I don't know if you remember my 30th birthday. But yeah, Cara, yeah, the Cara in the garden. Yeah, Cara was amazing. Cara made yeah, a fucking... sound. disco. A, a, a music festival called Sloss Fest just yeah. at our fucking house for all of her friends. And uh, <laughs> the day after... <laughs> <laughs> the, but my birthday There's a knock at the door and Cara's like I've not ordered anything else and this cake arrives and I'm like you got me a cake she's like you had your cake yesterday dickhead you got, for, we had a 3D festival I open it up and it's a tiger with Down syndrome on it <laughs> 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 you fucking, I was like, "This is only from one person." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's oh, classic when it's like, it, you don't have to work it out. No, you just know exactly which made did Cause it Because
1: the the only problem I have with uh, Rich Massara, Rich Massara, one of our very good friends, who sends, he's a really thoughtful person, mm-hmm. and he, what he does is, he's just such a very, he's a, a gift giver. giver. He's, he's, he's a gift giver. His
0: love language is gifts.
1: Yeah, so sometimes he'll be out somewhere in the world. And it you feel good when you get a gift of him. Yeah, because he doesn't buy things specifically for you. But what he does is he'll be walking through a shop and he'll see something that he thinks you'll find funny or that reminds him of you. Mm. And he'll buy you that and he'll just randomly send you it with and with no no and with oh, no yeah. nothing.
0: Remember when we got some minstrel blackface? <laughs> like literally that would probably be worth some money like that was like old school relic of a different time he'd got minstrel in blackface he'd and got we into were, we, we lived together at the time it was addressed to both of us It <laughs> was like somebody just sent
1: us some 1800s minstrel blackface like, <laughs> like legitimate artefact like it had the, whatever racist oh, it had, picture do still dug what out what of it <laughs>
0: <laughs> <And> <laughs> people had blacked up with this
1: it was second hand blackface <laughs>
0: it was it, was, it had Fucking, mean, unless let he just get high in his own supply before he sent
1: it. He had uh, oh, that's why I thought it was from Stephen K Moss. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had uh, sent this to us with no fucking note because he'd gone into like a, a second hand shop and found this horrific relic of a worst time in entertainment. He's like, I know who will enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> We never used it. I know that's what you're going to ask. Uh, yeah. Never. So if anyone wants it. Yeah. <laughs> <it's> still there. <laughs> oh, no, I think I, I, I definitely don't still have it. There was I think it got thrown out with
0: the Lost Prophets signed deck chair. Oh, yeah. Remember when we come back from a music festival with the Lost Prophets deck chair, Ian Watkins had signed it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then we put it in the skip. Yeah. That. We sat in the house for ages. we like, we've got to get rid of this. That one.
1: had to go. Yeah. <laughs> What an actual fucking legit monster. Um, let me see if I can think of any other celebrity oh, stories. Uh, so i might uh, tell you about my time with Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fantasised, made some stuff up. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Uh, Ronnie Chang, friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, not, like, he's the, He's always like we we'll follow each other on social media and I'm obviously posting all the time about Natalie's dog park and um, the dog and bone. And uh, he just messaged one time to Is there any way I can donate to this? He obviously lives in New York. Mm-hmm. He's from Singapore, Malaysia. It's about half Singaporean. Yeah, right. And um he's nowhere near the other dog park, so he can't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But he's like, is there any way I can donate something no way, like, no way you can enjoy it. Num, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> casual racism
1: from Daniel Sloss. Nothing casual about it. <laughs> Straight up just formal, formal. And also, formal racism. also the wrong should racism, the wrong die. racism. It's not, it's not the Singaporeans. It's not the Singaporeans. Oh, it's, like, no, it's not dogs to eat. <laughs> oh, Singapore, the reason that was double racist was that was like when you fucking, you know, if you were to accuse the, uh, like when racist English people call uh, Pakistani people Indian mm-hmm. like yeah. it's not only racist because the thing you said was derogatory but you actually made it worse by getting it the derogatory thing wrong. wrong yeah 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 that
0: was so that. Ronnie was like is there any way I can like uh, donate like to buy a dog a meal for instance obviously one a restaurant you can't buy a dog a meal and I was just like I mean if you want to buy a dog a, a session okay. you can you can buy a session online and then send You've it over. the coke for dogs. <laughs> Get out <on> the set. Knock it up a couple of stripes. All right, fuck yeah. <laughs> so uh, he, he went online and bought like the equivalent of like 10 sessions online. Oh. So Natalie like went, right, it's easier to like, give out two birthday parties than two sessions and it's about the same money. So she done like an online um, like... Tag tag, which friend you'd invite that dog? Yeah, dog's birthday party in Ronnie Cheng. He's in the Marvel movies in Cheng Chi. Like he's a friend of ours, We've done stand up. He's with still him, on but, yeah. the Daily Show. He's Emmy Award winning he fucking right. Won an Emmy recently the Today Show with Trevor Noah. And I made I tell you about? I'm sure i will tell you about this. When we walked past each other at the Fringe, I didn't even know he was in town because I did not think he had a show on. But he must have just been popping in or doing a short run or something. And I walked past him and there's Ronnie Cheng and I was like. Oh, don't be racist. It could be any other Asian guy. Don't just say hello to a random, you know what you like. Don't just say hello to a random Asian guy. And then as I walked past, he went, Kai? And I was like, oh, thank God, I knew it was you. I just didn't want to be racist by saying it was you. And he was like, oh, I was the same because I thought you were chaff. <laughs> I thought you were any other chaff. <laughs> it took us a second to realise. <laughs> but anyway so Ron, oh, Ronnie's got it's currently running there's a competition on for a birthday party Ronnie Cheng's gonna buy someone a birthday party for their dog here's
1: uh, here's what I told you the other day that I've definitely not told on the fucking podcast if we want to talk about fucking celebrity mates, so uh, my the man who published my book who, who approached me to write my book Everyone You Hate is going to die available on Amazon now um, and all good bookstores he sends me a message and he's like, "I, I, I from the show that I did in New York in fucking October, I met up with Peter. And he's one of my good friends. I love the man. Couldn't meet him after the show uh, because I was just going and being an idiot. I, I went down to the Soho Playhouse because I love the staff at the Soho Playhouse and I wanted to see them. So I went down there, um, and." Didn't end up meeting Peter and his friends. And he messaged me and he goes, hey, my friend's over in Scotland. This is like two weeks ago. My friend's over in Scotland. He's uh, doing some work over there. I think you two should fucking hang out. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm I don't friends. I've like, got friends. Uh, yeah, and and, and and also like... But I'm, I'm home, a, I'm with my wife. And also and I'm, my about, son. I'm about to go into. So I don't, yes. in the week before I go away, I don't want to go out and not be with my family. I'm home, I'm home. Uh, but he puts us into a WhatsApp group together. He's like, I think i will really enjoy each other's uh, company. And I'm like, all right, man. Okay, fair enough. So go and meet this guy. Uh, We have... And I'm like, this is going to be an hour. I'm going to go out, have a couple of drinks and fucking fuck off. But he is super funny really interesting ends up giving me really good advice we talk about writing because he was like I read your book I think you should do more writing and I'm like I've, I just find the payback for writing isn't as much like, if oh, like got, you get instant payback from stand-up yeah laugh, it, the laugh at the door
0: immediately like, yeah. you, get, you get feedback like that you don't need to hang around for it checking your emails
1: well, uh-huh, exactly that not only not only is it do I get to put it on stage and make it work immediately like I'm not waiting for some exec to wake up and fucking smoke a joint and read an email and decide whether to commission my idea, and then send it through that process ten more times. And while I slowly fall in love with this idea, I just watch it get picked apart in front of me and destroyed, mm. and either becomes nothing like it formerly oh, was going to be, or it, or, it, or it doesn't have give birth to, you. yeah, or it doesn't even fucking happen. He's like, do you want to uh, come out for dinner? I'm like, fuck it, yeah, man. My, my my son's in bed. I've messaged my wife. She's at home fucking watching TV. She's happy. She's, she doesn't need me uh, tonight. She's happy for me to stay out because I'm getting really good life advice and really good writing advice. for up having steak. And I just go, so would you have... Um like directed anything or written anything I've I've seen before and he goes, I don't know. Minority report <laughs> <laughs> and I went, What? It's so much better, he's like that way. He's like Yeah, it was like the Queen's Gambit. Logan, and I'm <laughs> like, oh my, what the fuck am I fucking doing? Yeah,
0: that's so funny. You just start acting like differently from that moment onwards. I I thought they put salt and pepper on his food and all that, cutting it up for him. I'm the pudding.
1: I end up messaging one of my, uh, phoning one of my mates from LA who's <laughs> right in front of him.
0: You'll never guess what happened to
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> I phoned him up because again all the advice he'd given me was like so inspiring that like while he was talking to me I I came up with an idea that I was like you know why that is an idea for a show that I would like to do and I've got a friend in LA who's like if you ever come up with anything fucking tell me first and I'll tell you where we go from there I'd love to work with you and he's been so good to me over the years I consider him a friend so I phone him up and I go Elias I've just made this right he's sound as fuck he's really inspired me with this idea and I tell him the idea and he's like great man I've never Never seen you this like passionate about. Right, this is really exciting. I think it's a good idea. We can talk about this more. Can I ask who the writer is? And I told him his name. He went, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> he's like, not only like he gave you his famous movies. Like he's not told you like all of his movies that are yeah, like leg- the fans' favorite, legitimately good writing, like uh-huh. objectively like some. Yeah, of the not f- just blockbuster. Oh man, yeah, 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 uh, class. That's good. Nice. Um. um
0: I had a um, football panel show with um, Sam from Game of Thrones. Yes, I remember that. John Bradley. Yeah. And um, we stayed in touch. And every time I was in Manchester, I told him I was doing a gig and he was always busy. Yeah, but <laughs> it was. Sure I just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Well, I was on the text with um, Sam from Beyond the Wall. What's his, his name? It's not Gamgee.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not. It's <laughs> uh, the rings. Yes. Yeah, um,
0: I'm okay, kicking myself. I
1: could get it. People trying to leave Game know. of Thrones yeah. from my mind. Yeah, as as fucking everyone did. What a sad ending that was. Yeah.
0: What it like? The book stopped, in the TV show just frittered. Yeah, like I was so invested in that. I would go as far as saying I was more invested in Game of Thrones than I was in Conor McGregor, and I got let down more by Game of Thrones than Conor <laughs> McGregor. But both of them are like. Elite
1: God tier, build you up and let you down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the two biggest falls of grace in history. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah,
0: um, and also like Eminem encore and relapse album, but then I feel like he came back from that.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and I, can also, still, I can still look back with, I can still look back with
1: fondness over me love for Eminem. Also, how and I don't, if there's any haters out there, fuck off immediately. How fucking good. And how much would you pay to be at the moment at the Ed Sheeran concert? I got got tingles watching it. Oh, my God. In In, in, in fucking Detroit. I I
0: think I'm starved of tingles. I don't get tingles that often. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like people get tingles a lot easier than I get tingles. When I was watching Eminem come on Ed Sheeran, like, even though we've stood in the wings watching Ed Sheeran when he was, like, unknown. Yeah. We were at Rock Ness Festival in Inverness when he was in the small tent. You you opened for Dylan Moran in the same tent, and then yeah. shortly after that, Ed Sheeran was on. Yeah. Nobody knew who it was, but we had backstage passes that didn't quite get you backstage on the main stage, but yeah. you could stand in the wings and watch, like, Wretch too, and Ben Howard. There's a couple of couple of acts on there Ed Sheeran was on. We're like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Um I Still haven't got a great deal of love for what he does. Oh we'll no! We try to listen to him on tour. Like I'm not. I a, like Ed Sheeran. We because of Rockness. We'll listen to him along with Ben Howard and a couple of like bands that were at Rockness because that was Ed like Sheeran a to this day is
1: when it, when we drive Kaylin to get to sleep. Uh huh. It's Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I, but like,
0: can't say I'm a fan. You know, like if someone offered us free tickets in Glasgow and I was off, I'd weigh up my free time against it. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so do, you not, do, you th- know, do
1: you not think, okay, I understand what you're saying, but do you not think it would be a little bit like the time that we went to see Elton John in the sense that you're going to be like, I don't know that many Ed Sheeran songs. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I know every Ed Sheeran song. Yeah, I probably do. Like yeah. not A lot
0: of them. Um, But when Eminem came on in Detroit, very sure, I was like, like Ed Sheeran went from like there in my opinion to fucking there in my opinion. I'm like, oh, like, respected mm. yeah absolutely respected whether i have paid much attention to your career or not mm. like a fucking like
1: have you, have you never seen the fucking uh, jamie fox i can't remember what interview it was he was doing but he's talking about ed sheeran so jamie fox sort of just discovers ed sheeran before a lot of america discovers ed sheeran and i'm going to butcher this story so i highly recommend you type in jamie fox ed sheeran and get the better version of this but The crux of it is, like, uh, there's this uh, big show somewhere in America that Jamie Foxx does. It's comedy, it's music, it's dancing and everything. And Jamie Foxx books fucking Ed Sheeran from it and it's predominantly fucking black crowd, right? Mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx goes on. I don't know if he raps or he does comedy or he does any of his other wealth of talents that he has. But eventually he brings on Ed Sheeran and he's like, for the first fucking minute, every black person in that crowd is like, is Jamie Foxx insane? (laughs) <laughs> like what is he brought this yeah. fucking little white ginger boy? <laughs> Where's the puppeteer? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? And then Ed Sheeran just murders. And the mm. second he gets into the fucking beats and everything, all that absolutely fucking Aye. smashes it.
0: Can you remember um, Mr. Hudson? He done a track with Kanye West. He done a track with Jay-Z, Fever Young with Jay-Z. The one with Kanye I think was a bigger track or like a more popular one. I just can't mind what it was called off the top of my head. Um, so he just like I actually enjoyed his album as well. And he was just this like fucking he was seemed to be in the charts at like three different positions, one with a solo head, one with a featured artist. Like, you know, like what Ja Rule was back in the day. And I'm like, this guy's gotta be fucking massive. What a fucking launch. And then he just disappeared completely off the grid and like got you. Somebody that I used to know. Yeah, you know, one track and massive yeah, and then got you know Right. But this wasn't just one track, it was like one good album, a couple of featured artists, like he's fucking big in the hip hop scene, like with Jay-Z and that. And then um I just randomly tweeted, I wonder where Mr. Hudson is now, does he just like work at the post office or something? And Mr. Hudson liked the tweet. <laughs> Daniel, I didn't tag him in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i <motherfucking> searched that. <laughs> I he found that.
1: <laughs> Brutal that. Uh, oh, I've got a similar one to that. There, oh, I'm gonna have to Google. Uh, oh no, I've got it. Uh, there is. Uh, did you ever watch the uh, uh, Jerry Fe- Seinfeld documentary? Comedian. Yes. It was about With
0: Ricky Gervais, Chris. Rock, no,
1: no, no, no. Louis C.K. That was for comedians to talk, and I can't remember the name of that show. That might have been called The Comedians. To be fair, there's a documentary, and I think it must have been 2010, 12, somewhere around that time. And uh, there's a comedian called Orney Adams who mm. is like the up and coming star. So it's a documentary following him, but also following uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Orney opens for Jerry. Jerry thinks Ornie's going to be the next fucking big thing, and it's sort of following a mix of like Jerry Seinfeld doing stand up and Orney Adams finding his way. I in do comedy. think I've seen this? Yeah. Orney Adams has. I listened to him on the Mark Maron podcast uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, Orney Adams is like that documentary. F- Fucked me over. Like, don't get me wrong, I was a bit fucking psychotic and hungry, but they made me look really bad. And here's the thing, guy Orney Adams does come across as really, really bad in that documentary. He comes across as like, just like, Almost like psychotic, uh, psychotic and narcissistic, and like not willing to take. It doesn't prison. come across as driven and talented. Oh, it's it's driven and it's it's arguably talented, but it's like a man. There's it just doesn't paint him in a fucking good light. Now, I acknowledge the fact that. He, Maybe he got a fucking bad rap. At the time, a friend who recommended the documentary to me, right, she goes, you got to watch this. This cunt is insane. He's mad. He's mental. Right? This is in the early days of Twitter. So I watched the documentary. I don't have her number. I'm just going to go on Twitter and I'm going to tweet her. And I publicly tweet her just with her and I go, hey, I just fucking watched the documentary. Jesus Christ, Orny Adams is a fucking cunt. 17 seconds later... We both get like a reply to it from Morianne. It's been like, Yeah, I've heard he's an arsehole. And I'm no. like, You Google your name that often? Oh, like uh,
0: that? Like alerts. Yeah. he's got it on alerts. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see that? Uh, I think it was Justin Gaethje, the UFC fighter, where somebody had posted a picture of uh, retweeting a picture of Justin Gaethje, like after a fight where he's like fucking ripping gloves out, just going, Why can't I get a man like this? And then he just replies, going, Hi. And she replies going, No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's literally me. <laughs>
1: it's literally <laughs> me in the picture. She saw five foot seven in his bio <laughs> And she was like, Aye, hey, you camera made you look fucking taller, buddy. I are fucking taller? Um all right. Well, this is obviously called the name droppers because that's all we've <laughs> done this a name a podcast. Aye.
0: And I feel like we've got more to give. We've got more names to drop. That's another podcast.
1: But I feel good because I feel like I, I know for long term listeners, we've definitely repeated some of the stories. I appreciate you sitting through hearing those again. I hope we told them in like they creative most people ways. People
0: don't recognise any of the names that we've dropped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm niche niche name droppers.
1: Hi. I mean, look, I could tell you my cal pen tattoo story again i could tell you my david Schwimmer story again, but.
0: David david Truman is the goat of the
1: as far as it goes yeah me and david shwimmer <laughs> oh Truman. here's one that's really embarrassing like i'll end th- with i'll end with this and this is i i've not told you this before right and i'm super fucking embarrassed by this i can't right? wait for this so uh, the x tour happens uh-huh. i'm in a really bad place for mm. a lot of it i'm enjoying the success of it but a lot of it's just been away on the road too so much and being away fucking too much and um, during this time David Schwimmer messages me on Instagram and he's like I thought I'll, I'll, not, I'll not blow smoke on my own arse, but he was super complimentary like it was that like, man I was glowing for seven days after the stuff he said and then like I met him in LA and we hung out and he was so fucking nice and then later on Fact in the year in later on oh, close uh, <laughs> later later on in the year I meet up with him in New York Cara comes out Troy comes out with us he has dinner <laughs> with get
0: us okay yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just
1: like don't say this is Ross don't say this is Ross this is <laughs> So he's the nicest guy in the world, right? He's just talking to us about our interests and everything. He's super fucking sweet. I get home. The two are fucking heads. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. <laughs> I, 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 I'm home. I'm getting drunk. It's not
0: even Christmas day.
1: <laughs> it's Christmas time. I think it was before new year. It might've been on new year. I end up getting so drunk that at two in the morning. I, saw I said, David, Schwepper you a message being like, hey man, happy new year. Hope you had a good uh, Christmas. Uh, I'm really grateful that I know you. <laughs>
0: Smell his hair. Smell his hair while you're on. I'm so glad I found
1: right. you. And, and oh, and I'm steaming drunk while I message this because I think I think I was like telling. I think we were with friends at where the part we were at, and I was talking about and I was talking about. You like,
0: text him now when you open your text messages. And there's like loads of blue. Loads <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> blue messages. No. grey.
1: It was, it was it came from like me telling a similar story just about how supportive been, and like how he was the nicest person in the world and because I'm fucking steaming drunk and because I've just come off the back of this fucking door. I'm really emotional. And I'm like, you know what, you know, if I was him, I'd really appreciate <laughs> being like told. So I sent him the fucking message. I go to sleep like five minutes later. That's how drunk I am.
0: You up oh, with a start after six. <laughs> Fuck! Uh, start multi-texting him like fucking
1: he, like, man,
0: like Vince Vaughn with the answer phone messages and uh swingers it's, oh
1: I'm just there for like most of the day going well I've fucked that I've, I've absolutely spaffed that up the arse that's yes. fucking dead in the water this could be completely done about five in the afternoon. Uh, I guess it was when he woke up from his new year. He sent me yeah, a really nice message just being like, hey yeah, man, again, <laughs> lovely to hear from you. It's It's been really great to get to know you. I'm really grateful to have you in my life as well. I hope to see you in the new year. And I'm like, God. Blocked. <laughs> Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> fucking baby <lose> <laughs> <fucking lady> bastard. <laughs> as far as, no man, that's so nice. As far as I'm concerned, the Jews can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man Yeah Well Yeah You'll go Right Well we'll see you What stories soon. you got All right. Message what f- Message what, f- what famous people do you Oh no that is good What Message in Yeah, yeah messaging. Let us know Really nice celebrities That you've met And also definitely let us know If you've met a celebrity That was a fucking arsehole Even if they had a reason For being an arsehole We'll discuss Whether they actually mm. Had valid We can keep reason. you
0: anonymous But like specify that
1: yeah, we, yeah, say the... No, 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 we'll do it anonymous anyway. I just think that's just safe anonymous, across the board. Yeah. Unless you... Spe- if you want your name to be said, specify mm-hmm. that. Otherwise, we'll assume anonymity. You can do it in the Discord. You can do it to our email address. Yeah, I'll message the Patreon and Matthew will get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they're not Patreons?
0: Oh, looks like you're spending three pounds. Not to tell us a story. We can't
1: make... <laughs> we can't charge them to...
0: Uh, we do have an email address, at gmail.com. Yeah, or message but the... I
1: have to, like... I'd have to remember the login. Or go on Instagram, follow Sauce and Humphries on the road on Instagram and oh, send yeah. a message to that. So Social if you got, message. If you've got a story about whether it's positive or negative about a celebrity, even if it's a fucking, if you want to call me out for a negative encounter you had with me, which I'm going to confidently say I don't think there's many of. I think I'm good to my fans. I, those fucking scumbags. Um,
0: and also like, no matter how low key the level of fame the person is, in fact, like I feel like it's funny, I want it a bit more niche as well.
1: Yeah, man, if you fucking made Luke, Li- Luke Littler a baguette seven years ago when he was Aye. still when he if you did his tuck shop, that's enough of a fucking story. So I
0: I def- I definitely only have celebrity stories from people and read them up. I Do that.